Hey guys, real quick break. Wanted to tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place. The cool thing is it's actually for free, which you can use right from your phone, your computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll also distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard everywhere from Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Easily make money from your podcast. No minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Mark and Christina, you guys are both authors of multiple books. First of all, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having us on the show, man. I appreciate it. Christina, question for you. You've been writing books since you were four years old. That's pretty awesome. But your latest book you wrote is called A Little Bit Louder, and it's part of this. It's a second book of a series called The Invisible Girl Series. What are these books about, and what inspires you to write them? Well, basically, the series is based off this girl named Elizabeth Best. So, you know, she's, like, that age where, like, things in life, like, start to get a little dramatic because, like, she's, like, a preteen, I guess. Okay. She's a little bit shy, so, like, things for her aren't always easy because she's always, like, scared to talk to people. So the first book in the series, Invisible Girl, was basically, like, about her and how she felt invisible because nobody, like, really paid attention to her since she was so quiet. Mm-hmm. A little bit louder was a bit similar because, like, she's still quiet, but she's learning, like, how to be brave. A little bit more outspoken, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What do your friends think uh, that, that you're an author? They're like, they think it's cool, but like, don't really talk about it because sometimes I get embarrassed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should talk about it. That's awesome. That's a great accomplishment that you're already, you've already written three books now, which is great. You know, uh, Mark, now you also are an author of books, which if I was reading right, Christina, you inspired your dad to write these other books that he's now written. Mark, what are your books about? I'm probably going to get them wrong, but Cabal, The Saga Begins, and Marcus, The Vampire of the Dark World Chronicles, right? Yep. What, what are those books about, man? Well, first of all, you said it correctly. Okay. Kudos <laughs> <laughs> to you. <laughs> first book is kind of like a very uh, suspense thriller oriented type of book. It has to do with a uh, particular detective's uh, murder he's trying to figure out a murder and it just happened to be his close friend who also happens to be a uh, u.s senator happens down in washington dc and because it involves a u.s senator the fbi is brought in and just by coincidence both him and the fbi agent mark delfino they both have a lot in common because they find out that the person who murdered the senator is also the same organization that killed off uh, Mark's family. And it's all tied to a secret organization called the Cabal. And basically what the Cabal does is they try to influence what goes on in the world into their favor, where it's like, whether it's starting a war or um, doing certain assassinations. And every single character in the book that these two gentlemen meet and work together in order to solve the murder case are all affected. And there's other characters in the book. Because of my martial arts background, the story was originally based around a particular character who just happened to be a ninja. But as it turns out, he used to be a member of the Cabal until he found out that they were an an honorable organization. He found out that they were a terrorist organization, so they tried to 
to try to kill him off. And it left, it left a, a bit bad taste in his mouth because the person that tried to kill him was his brother. So he's tied into it. As well as the victim's sister is involved. She just happens to work for the coroner office, so she's got experience. And then there's like a whole series of events that go on within the book and how they infiltrate Cabal. And then at the end of the day, they stop him because the, uh, the Cabal was also planning the uh, terrorist attack. It's kind of like Jason Bourne with a little old school martial arts type theme where someone gets killed and then the person avenges them but there's a little bit more to it than that and yeah. i'm actually starting to work on a sequel for it okay. and sequel is going to have a lot more suspense and action in it and a, a little bit of a science fiction in there cool tying in some other aspects to it so it's going to be pretty cool the second book mark is the vampire that was written because i've always liked vampire movies that's like the kind of the genre i like yeah. like blade Wesley Snipes. Right. I like the Empire Diaries. I like the Underworld. And with this particular character, this one was more aligned with me because at the time I was injured, so I couldn't do uh, martial arts. So I was kind of correlating it with this guy, Marcus, who just happens to be trapped in World War II in a uh, Nazi camp. Okay. And he loses his whole family except his daughter. And then instead of him, like me, instead of dealing with the loss of possibly never being able to do jiu-jitsu again. For him, it's dealing with the loss of his family, and now he's going to deal with protecting his daughter. And while he's in a concentration camp, he gets killed. But fortunately for him, his grandmother just happened to be a witch who put a spell on him years before he was even an adult that nothing could ever kill him. So instead of dying, he undergoes the process of becoming a vampire. So after he becomes a vampire, the whole book is based on him trying to fight off the Nazis. One of the main characters in the book, who's a Nazi, also becomes a vampire. So there's a little drama between them too, as well as other members of what I call the dark world, which would be witches and other vampires and werewolves. And then the story goes on from there where he gets out of the concentration camp and now his main focus is protecting his daughter. And along the way, he meets other interesting characters like another vampire that from where he learns to tap into other powers that he has that he didn't know yet. So he's not like a weak vampire, I would say, like you would see in Twilight. He's got, you know, pretty fantastic powers like a gift the flight he can like use his mind to um, turn people and burn them up uh, he's got the power of telekinesis he can read minds and there's also a lot of uh, witches in the story okay like i said his grandmother was a witch he kind of befriends another vampire whose wife just happens to be a witch so she helps him out and then the other main character in the book is a character um, that also becomes his best friend throughout the series it just happens to be a lawyer gotcha. so the, it's the first book in the series and it's going to spawn off from there something happens to him at the end of the book when he wakes up he doesn't know what happened to his friend or his daughter and instead of being during World War II, it's going to be the year 2000, 2019, and now he's got to find out if his daughter's alive, blah, 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 and eventually down the line, he finds out that he has a granddaughter. Okay. Now he's faced with the responsibility of protecting her because the other people who we previously had contact with during World War II that are his enemies are now finding out that he's got other family members out there and they want to kill him. Not only him, kill his granddaughter. Well, you've been down this path a couple of times now, but for yeah. folks that are really trying to like publish books and get books out there, it seems like it's easier now to publish books on your own versus going through like a publishing company and things like that. But what's that process look like to get your book published nowadays? Nowadays, you can, there's several different routes. You can use what's known as an aggregator, which is like a one-stop shop and they'll publish your book to various different sites like 
Apple, Google Play, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. The problem is that when you go through an aggregator, they take a little bit more of your profit. So what we chose to do is we chose to go through Amazon directly, and, and we're also with Barnes and Noble. Cool. So we're directly published to them. But as it stands now for the ebook or a Kindle version, we're going directly through Amazon for at least the first couple books because they have a program that's called Kindle Unlimited. So we have to be exclusive with them. What happens is if the person just reads our books, we get a little commission off that as well as not having to worry about actually selling the books in oh, terms okay. of uh, the ebook format. And then we obviously went with Barnes & Noble because they're the second book distributor out there. But with Barnes & Noble, it's just paperback. And then on our website, we actually we sell the hardcover versions just on our website of our books. Okay. And um, we also went with Amazon for the audio book. And again, it's an exclusive contract. But if someone enrolls in a program that they have through Audible, when they listen to our book, like let's say they pay that subscription book and then it titles them for three or four book, audio books a month. If they pick our audio book and they listen to it, we get paid. They don't have to outright purchase it. Gotcha. Okay. But the, the, the main, the hard part really, other than just coming up with the stories, is the editing process. That's more frustrating than actually writing the books. You have to keep going back and reading it. And sure. then uh, finding a good book cover is kind of hard. We've been luckily where we find some good royalty uh, free picks to use. Okay. But for the next couple of books, we're probably going to go through a, uh, a service and actually pay for it. There's some really good book covers out there. So usually, you know, I guess when it comes to books, it's all of what you see is more appealing to people. Yeah. There's a lot of marketing involved. We do, we try to do as many uh, podcast interviews as we can. Probably going to start beefing up uh, advertising on Amazon. That's the other reason why we went with Amazon is because they have a um, marketing tool where you pay to show your books in certain pages next to certain, based on keywords or competitors. Whereas the other venues that you can go down, like let's say even Barnes & Noble, they don't even have that option. Gotcha. But I, I do think with our next books, though, I think we're probably not going to go so much exclusive with the uh, ebook. We're probably going to go more abroad just to get our name out there more. I mean, the whole process, it, it, it's kind of enjoyable, you know. Sure. <laughs> it's time consuming, but <laughs> yeah, but it's an accomplishment once you get done. And it's pretty yeah. cool that on your guys' website right now, if you go and sign up for your newsletter, you can actually get a free ebook copy of yep. Invisible Girl, right? It's actually not, it's a, a free copy of Christina's first book called I Am Survivor. Oh, gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah, what Perfect. we do is you sign up and then I email them a code that they can go to smashwords.com, use that code, and then the book is free. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Very and then cool. they remember our, our newsletters and then we start sending out, you know, every like once a month, we'll send up a newsletter to keep people up to date as to what we're doing. Awesome. Awesome. And Christina, I was going to ask you too, on that book, uh, I Am a Survivor, was that written about somebody specifically or is that just a fictional book? It is a fictional book. Okay. Okay. It sounds pretty cool. 11 year old girl getting, going through cancer and surviving through that. So congratulations again and on having those three books. That's pretty cool. Uh, Mark, I also wanted to give you an opportunity just to really plug your show. You've got Mark the Shark uh, MMA show. What can yep. folks expect when they go and listen to your podcast, man? Well, it's a uh, very enlightening show. Each show, pretty much the format changes, but I try to keep people entertained. One week, it might be an interview with a particular MMA fighter. Sometimes I have an interview with an MMA fighter, and then me and my one of my friends, we try to do our fight picks for an upcoming MMA fight. Yeah. Sometimes it's just me interviewing another person that's in the health field, and I talk about 
uh, the benefits of like, you know, eating certain types of nutritional few foods or preparing themselves mentally. I had a psychiatrist on there, a sports psychiatrist. Oh, was cool. talking about how he helps fighters get really mentally focused so they can perform well under pressure well in the cage. Sometimes I do recaps. Actually, this weekend I got one that's not focused on MMA, but on the ADCC, which is the, uh, the Olympics for no-gi grappling. So I give a, a little recap of what happened a few months ago. There was another previous podcast episode where I interviewed a uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu organization where they host tournaments and all the proceeds go to help fight cancer. Oh, wow. Cap cancer out, name of the organization. So, and then I got another upcoming episode with you on the show. Come on. Coming out in two weeks. Yeah. We dude. just sit around and we chat about the, what's going on in MMA world. So that that's going to be out there soon. Awesome. And uh, everybody knows, so everybody knows, I usually, I have three venues. I have the podcast, and I started a Twitch channel. I'm going to see how that works. So I try to put it out every Saturday. Right now it's noon. It might change as my training schedule changes, but uh, I'm on twitch.tv slash Mark the Shark MMA show. And then I also got a YouTube channel of the same name. It's pretty interesting. I like, I like talking to the MMA fighters. I like learning what they go through when they're in the cage, out of the cage, what motivates them to actually compete, like to hear their story. And like, you know, same thing with you, these, a lot of these fighters, they don't have the avenue to promote themselves. Right. And they're trying to make this living and my podcast like yours helps them get their word, uh, their brand, so to speak, out there to all the people in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wanted to transition to a fun question here, Mark. I got yep. these pod decks. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but I got this bundle of these and these are actually interview questions and I'll pull okay. one of these cards out randomly. I have no idea. I actually got it for Christmas. So I'm just going to okay. pull one of these out. I have no idea what it's going to say and I'll see if I can ask you a question. And this says, what's something I would never guess about you? <laughs> oh, all right. That is awesome. <laughs> I like to uh, play guitar. Okay. I started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in my late 20s. Okay. And then I got pretty banged up, injured when I had my first order. So I kind of stopped after she was six months. Gotcha. So I had a six-month layoff. I um, mean, not six months, like a six-year layoff. Well, when I got back into jiu-jitsu, again, I always find inspiration through my daughters. My One of my daughters was getting her learning the clarinet, and I'm like, you know, I used to play guitar. And just by coincidence, my jiu-jitsu instructor liked to take it with the guitar, too. Okay. So not only did I find love again with jiu-jitsu, I found, fell kind of passionately in love again with playing the guitar. That is awesome. Well, Mark and Christina, it is such an honor to talk to you guys with your books, Christina at 10 years old and already having three books out. You are a world changer. Thank you so much to both of you for coming on my show. It is awesome. I'm excited to see what you guys do in the series continue to build out there for you guys. So thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Hey guys, thank you so much for hanging around. Really appreciate it. If you'd like to see more videos from Top Rating MMA and the Bearded Biz Show, please click the playlist and also hit subscribe to our channel. Become part of the Top Rating MMA and Bearded Biz community. We would really appreciate your support. Also, please leave a comment below. I will read and respond to all of them. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.